0: Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Sox on Tap. I am your boy, Buzz, and I am back. And I am with my dude, Chai Sox MKZ, Tony Marchese. We are here after a 5-2 Chicago White Sox win, a series win, over the Kansas City Royals. And I feel very good today for a couple reasons. But first, I want to introduce Tony. Tony, what did you think about the game? What are your thoughts and opinions on this great win?
1: Hey, Buzz. Uh, you know, I am just very happy that my pick-to-click came through. And that's all. It's all that matters. Um, I'm doing great. You know, we saw two wins in a row. I, I'm back on the mic now. I'm itching a little bit just to talk some White Sox baseball. Uh, I was off yesterday. Uh, Johnny Nani and Andrew Kinsler got to review a White Sox win, so I'm sure they had a good time. Show sounded great. Good, uh, good win yesterday for, for those guys to talk about, but I'm happy we get to talk about our own White Sox winner and it comes against a divisional opponent, the Kansas City Royals. Always good to beat those guys. They've kind of become our, uh, our rivals here over the past uh, few months, and uh, yeah, I'm just happy to be back on the mic with you, Buzz. Uh, how, why are you feeling so good? Oh, you know, I had a great weekend, drank a lot of alcohol. Um, I've been
0: recovering for two days, and then you know, the White Sox got a win yesterday and they got a win today, and I just feel good about it. And I just haven't been on the mic since what was that Wednesday I recorded with you last or something? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been, yeah, it's a, been a few. It's been, a, it's few been days. a few days. Right. It's been a few days, and a couple things came to fruition today. I woke up in the morning. Came down here, played some MLB the show. Felt good about myself, about my road to the show. And I'm like, you know what, man? Ronaldo Lopez had a good game in my road to the show. And I'm like, you know what? He's going to bounce back today. He's going to have a good game. So I tweeted it out. I'm like, I believe in in Ronaldo Lopez. He's going to come out. He's going to have a decent game. He's going to keep us in this, and we're going to get a win today behind Ronaldo. I even tagged freezing cold takes in on there too just to make sure. I I couldn't take my word back. I stayed in there. And uh, Ronaldo came out, man, and he had a great game. That's why I, I feel really good. And then also Tim Anderson, he was my pick to click today. I believe he had two doubles, um, if I'm not mistaken, and he drove in a run. So um, his average is up back to 324. He went two for four today with an RBI. I'm just very, very happy about that. And uh, yeah, maybe he had one double. Do you know if he had two or one? I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking at the box right here. I
1: see one, but yeah, he uh, had one. You know, Timmy, t- Timmy did have a good game. Uh, so did a lot of the White Sox hitters, man. Uh, it was, it was a good day for the White Sox, uh, for the White Sox lineup, man. It was, it was looking really good. And one of the things that we like to comment about because we are diehard White Sox fans who are part of White Sox Twitter, we like to go after some of these lineups. And today it was probably the most perfect White Sox lineup, in my opinion, that you could ever put together with the constructed roster as it is currently. And that involves no Yonder Alonzo. And, <laughs> and McCann playing DH. Um, I'd like to see McCann behind the plate, but if you're going to have Wellington Castillo in the game, uh, you may as well go ahead and DH McCann because he is the best available hitter. So right. I really like this lineup today. It was it was good. Sox got a victory. Everything's great. Um, inching back closer to that 500 number that you love so much, Buzz. Uh, 31 and 33 after this game. This is uh, this is good, man. This is everything's good right now, and of course, continuing on that roller coaster that we've talked so much about um, on both Shy Socks Weekly and Socks on Tap. uh, This is the roller coaster starting to climb back up, and we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit later about uh, where that roller coaster is going to go, but. Um, let's get into Reynaldo Lopez, kind of like you mentioned here. You you said this morning that you had a good uh, feeling about Reynaldo and you played the MLB The Show and he had a good outing. Well, today was good Reynaldo Lopez. He's been Jacqueline Hyde this season. Six innings, only four hits, one run earned, only gave up one walk. He struck out eight batters, which is exactly what I like to see out of Reynaldo Lopez. He's got the stuff to strike guys out. He did give up a home run, but those strikeout numbers are back up there. And what's another thing that we've talked about and you mentioned it when you uh you were on with Nani the other day, you said that I talk about this all the time. If the Sox give up less than uh what was it? 4 runs, they they tend to win. What did we see today? We saw White Sox pitching as a whole keep the Kansas City Royals under that golden number, only giving up 2. And the White Sox offense, there's the 5 runs that we talked about. Good game all around. Let's talk a little bit more about some of this pitching and the bullpen usage today.
0: Well, the pitching was great. Ronaldo's breaking ball was working today, which has been a, a major concern. And I believe you and I talked about that on one of these Sox on Taps, amount out of the million that we've done. But his breaking ball seemed to be working today, their tone. His fastball, he had command over it. Um, he had eight strikeouts through six innings pitched. He let up four hits, one earned run, which was a, the home run by Jorge Soler, who uh, two of the hits off of Ray came from Soler today, Soler just seemed to have him figured out but other than that, I, I can't complain Evan Marshall came in, Evan Marshall's been doing his thing, I don't know if you know this, Tony this is a fun fact, fun stat, Evan Marshall came into this game with a 0.00 ERA, kept that intact which is great stuff uh, Aaron Bummer continues to look very good, and Herrera struggled when he first came in, but after a talking to from Mancada Abreu, and Castillo, he seemed to calm his ass down and he did all right, so you know, and he got us, you know, out of the game. So I, I can't, I can't say enough about the pitching today. It was very good. Uh, very happy that they, you know, they held it together and they picked up a W.
1: Well, and that's all that matters, man, is getting out of this Kansas City Royals series with a win, especially on this road trip that started off pretty poorly. Um, you go into Washington, you get swept in that two-game series, and then on uh, on the opener in Kansas City you go and lose that game, a very winnable game in my opinion. Coming back with these two in a row uh, and winning this series was very important for this White Sox team. I know coming out of Can- out of uh, Washington and into Kansas City after that that third loss right there, a lot of people were like, "Whoa, what what happened to that wild card spot we were talking about all so much last week?" And this is that roller coaster again. This team's going to have highs, it's going to have lows, and today back up on the on the high side here. Um with the pitching, the only thing that that I saw a little bit that I would have changed is potentially maybe going to Calame. I know Jason Benetti on the broadcast was talking about how, you know, you can't go to Calame every single time that there's a, you know, uh, you're up in the ninth inning. You can't go to him every time. We got to give these other guys the chances, and we would burn Calame out by the time it's July. Uh, I think is what he said. And he then did say uh, that, yeah. our guy Beefloaf was in there. Uh, he tweeted something out just a few minutes ago and said um, that you know he's happy that Herrera turned it around. Otherwise, White Sox Twitter would be jumping all over Ricky's decisions again when you bring in a guy like Herrera into what uh, I think Love called it a, uh, a non-high leverage situation. Um, I want to get into that a little bit with you. Wouldn't you consider that ball game right there high leverage? I mean, this is the White Sox we're talking about. It's an interdivision game. You want to lock this one down. Did you feel confident going to Calvin Herrera in that situation?
0: With the lead, I did. With the biggest lead as we had, I did, because uh, okay. it's Kansas City. Um, but one thing I will say about it if Colomé is available, I'm pitching Colomé. All right? Because I want to win these division games, I want to be. In a wild card spot. I'm, I, everybody wants to keep saying, oh, leave Cease down there. You know, Cease didn't have a great day at the office today, so now that means we need to leave him down until next September. Not this September, Tony, coming up next semester, cause, or semester, September, because he's not ready yet. I'm sick and tired of all this. Like, no, dude, this team is competing. This team is winning games that they're supposed to be winning, right? So if I have Colum A available... All right, and I can win a game and close this game out. I'm going to Colome. Sure, yeah, Herrera picked it up. Struggled in the beginning, but he picked it up. Yeah, he picked up the win or the uh, the save, whatever. He got us out of it. But if Colome is available, I'm going to the guy that has been is 13 for 13 on saves and win and helps me win ball games. Not a guy with a posts, you know, uh, uh, up above seven ERA.
1: Well, here's my question for you: Is wouldn't you have rather maybe seen? Herrera a little bit earlier and try and give because I, I don't I don't know if I agree with what B said a non-high leverage situation I think anytime you're in the ninth inning and you're up by anywhere less than five runs I would consider that somewhat of a high leverage situation even if it's not high leverage by definition in baseball we've we've become accustomed to some of our relievers giving up runs late in ball games I mean I'm not too far removed from the Juan Mania experience to know <laughs> that things can happen in the ninth inning. You know, maybe it was just growing up with you know guys like Billy Koch and and, uh, and stuff like that that's kind of skewed my view on the ninth inning. I like to see that get shut down. Evan Marshall and Aaron Bummer, I think, deserve to be the guy to come in in the ninth inning when you're up by four or five runs. I know he'd already been burned. Both of those guys, they each went an inning. And neither of them really go more than an inning so far for the White Sox. But I think maybe you you can try and give those guys. I'm not saying in this situation that that's what should have been done. Obviously, we got out of here with a win. I don't want to complain, just to complain. But I would like to see at some point in time if you're not going to go to Alex Calame to shut the game down, I want to see one of these guys get a chance to get that kind of pseudo save where it's not really a save situation coming into it. But I think some of the, these guys are worth a look in that in that realm of ninth inning shut the game down um i know they added that extra run there in the ninth inning to to move it out you probably would have seen Calame if it was still 4 um 4-1 four, at that point in time uh but you know overall though tonight nothing bad really happened in this White Sox game for you know for the White Sox let's get into the offense overall Johan Moncada today 4 for 5 excellent showing at the plate one RBI then you have Eloy Jimenez going deep in his second straight ball game. that was my pick to click tonight and ever since Johnny and I did that that post game show on Friday night where we were talking about you know what's what it's like to have a prospect come up and actually start hitting right away, and how we were kind of getting frustrated with the fact that you know Eloy hasn't really jumped off the bat. Yoan Moncada last year didn't come right in and 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 do very well. Um, and it took some growing pains to get them there. Now all of a sudden we're seeing Eloy Jimenez start to you know, actually put on display what he can do. He had a double today, home run, um, provided all the offense that we needed yesterday to win a ball game. This was a great series for Eloy Jimenez, and I want to see him take this home with him and that confidence and continue to go. Um, another thing we saw today was Eloy Jimenez in the five spot. That's something we talked about again on Friday with Johnny and I was We want to see Eloy Jimenez up in the order. three, four, five. even in that 2 spot. Get this guy some at-bats. I know you and I also talked about this earlier in the season. Let's get Eloy Jimenez these at-bats. Let's get him the exposure. Rather than hiding him down 6 through 9, it's good for him to see these pitchers over and over again. So really good stuff out of Eloy Jimenez today. Um, One of the guys that did not have a good day at the plate was was McCann. Uh, He did walk. But no hits for him, and then your boy Timmy, and you already mentioned this one, Tim Anderson, good day at the plate, he had two hits, he drove in a run, good stuff from him, and then Charlie Tilson, um, he, we've kind of seen him fall off a little bit, today was a little bit of a resurgence for him, he scored two runs, two hits, drove in a run, he also walked, didn't strike out at all, great day at the plate for Charlie Tilson. I don't even know who to pick if I really had to go with, you know, if I'm giving the game ball out to one of these guys, I don't even know who to give it to. So many options Ronaldo here. Lopez. I'm saying on the hitting side.
0: Oh, on the hitting
1: side? Oh, okay. I mean, if, yeah. if you're going to go overall on the team, obviously Ronaldo yeah. Lopez is going to get right. that ball. But, you know, if you had to choose a hitter in this lineup, uh, pretty much an uh, all-around good team effort here. Um, you didn't really see much from uh, Castillo, Garcia. And uh, Yomer Sanchez, for that matter. But, um, you know, Yomer did make it on. He did score a run. Overall, though, today, this is this was a team win. This was a good team win. Absolutely. Four-hit games for Yohan. Yohan Makata gets
0: my game ball. And the reason I say that is because four-hit games aren't easy. They're all singles, but he also did drive in a run. Um, you know, I- Makata looked real good, man. And against Kansas City all year, Yohan Makata has looked real, real good. He's batting three forty one against Kansas City this year, Tone. He's got four home runs and nine ribbies against KC this year. So Yoan Mekata just likes beating up on the Royals, and that's cool because I hate the Royals, and I love that he does it to them.
1: I think the whole White Sox team loves beating up on the Royals, Buzz. Yeah, I think
0: so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a good thing too because I hate them. I hate their faces.
1: <laughs> Tim Anderson does as well. Yes. Yeah. You know, well, he's, he, he's gone on record and said so. Yeah, he don't like those guys very much. But no. yeah, it was
0: a, it was a great game overall. I'd give the ball to Mankata just because four hits are you know th- that's impressive. Um, and you know he kept kept it in there all game, did his thing, you know contributed uh, obviously to this win. And yeah, he, he'd get my game ball today. It was a great game, and I'm glad we got to close out the series with a you know with a series win here.
1: I'm giving mine to Eloy. Um, 471 game, feet away. Yeah, I mean you don't <laughs> you don't hit balls like that if you're not a monster. So right. You know, I'm pretty sure that was one of the longest home runs, if not the longest home run hit in Major League Baseball this year. Uh, You could stat check me. I could be wrong. But that thing traveled a mile, man. That was just such an impressive hit. And then following that up with the double down the line, um, I was hoping, hoping just for not only my my fantasy team, but for Eloy Jimenez with that bases loaded situation where they they had intentionally walked uh, McCann to get to Eloy. That he had made them pay. Um, I was a little bit disappointed in that situation, but Eloy, he had done enough in this series to get a pass from me on that one. And like I said, I just hope he brings that home with him. Now, I think that's enough for for this game, this series. We've talked about it for about 15 minutes here. Let's get into basically the biggest news of the day, Um, and that is that Dylan Covey has gone on the IL, 10 day IL. And the White Sox are left with an open spot in their rotation. Now, we've been hearing all these rumors, all this stuff about how Dylan Cease is ready to come up and and pitch for the White Sox. And then in the pregame show, um, there was something tweeted out. I think it was Daryl Van Schoen that, uh, that actually put it out there on Twitter. Um, we saw it in a few different other spots. Ricky Renteria was talking to the media And had said that it will not be Dylan Cease that takes Dylan Covey's spot in the rotation. Um, As the official mispronouncer of White Sox players' names, I will not attempt to pronounce this name right now. I'm going to let you say it first so then I know how to say it. Um, I know before we started recording this show, you did all the research on that, and I appreciate you for that because you're my guy, Buzz. So who <laughs> is going to be pitching for the White Sox? I'm going to let you take this.
0: It looks like tomorrow is going to be Odysseumar Despagne. Odysseumar Despagne there tomorrow. I, I I wanted to roll the R, but I got scared, so I decided just to say it how I heard it on the uh, on the on the video that I watched of. Uh, his name pronunciation. So, yeah, he should be the guy doing it. Um, you know, we have a, a cool little article up here on ontapsportsnet.com. Um, Francis Romero. Um, which I've never followed him before, but he I have now added him into my follows. He said that Moore Despagne is promoted to big leagues with White Sox and he will be the starter tomorrow against the Nationals. Um, obviously, we don't know this for a fact because we've seen nothing official from the team. Just the reason that we got on top of it and posted it right away is because we that was the first thing that we did see. Um, and then also, Mr. Despagne did put Chicago question mark in uh, two little airplane emoji things on his Twitter. So it, 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 every all the signs are pointing to Tony, him, um, um, being you know here for the start tomorrow or Tuesday.
1: So why don't you say his first name one more time so I can get that before I say my next sentence here, Buzz. Okay, it's Audreysimer Despagne. Okay, so Audreysimer Despagne. Let me give you okay. a little uh let me give you a little bit of the background on what he's done since signing with the White Sox. He's three and three with a three point three four ERA down in Charlotte. He's appeared in twelve games, eleven of those were starts. He has the most innings down for the Charlotte Knights this season. He's thrown fifty nine and a third. He's given up fifty hits, twenty five runs, twenty-two of them came as earned he has given up seven home runs, and he struck out 56, walked 20. Um, he has arguably comparable stats to what Dylan Cease has done down there. I know Dylan Cease is 5-2, but the ERA is a little bit better just by a tick. Uh, Cease is a 3.46. He's only thrown 52 innings, but Cease has given up 52 hits to the 50 that Odrisimer has given up in the 59 and the third that he has thrown Um the strikeout numbers are very comparable as well. 56 to 59, Cease hasn't beat there. This is one of those moves by the White Sox where if Cease was pitching better than Odrissimer, there would be no question it's a questionable move, if you get well, what I'm saying.
0: Well, right. I mean, Odrisomir, his stats come between two teams this year that you read off, too, because he was with Cincinnati and Louisville for a little bit.
1: These are stats from the Charlotte uh, Charlotte Knights website. I believe these stats come from just his time in Charlotte, but you, okay. you could be right. Um, but I'm, I'm reading off the team stats here. They don't have any... Um, you know, sub team. So I can go look at baseball reference, but I was going right off of the, yeah, I was going right off of, I've gone right off of what he's done for the Knights. But all the numbers that you read off were correct. It just shows me here between two teams. Yes. You know what, actually I'm, I'm, I'm checking the baseball reference page. He has done this did, we between picked him the two up. teams. Yes.
0: Yeah. We picked him up in May yes. sometime, May 19th. So uh, does the move make sense? Because Dylan's, you know, they they don't want their timeline with uh with Dylan Cease to be you know this unflexible timeline they have with Dylan Cease to be to be bent so they're gonna bring him up who who might be an any an inning eaters guy but it's just I don't know man you're right there you know I mean, we it, we can keep saying it till we're blue in the face we're we're right there why don't just it, inject some uh adrenaline into our veins bring Cease up. He's not getting anything for being in AAA. He's playing quadruple A guys, like you like to say. I Bring him up for more competition. Let's just do it. You're gonna pay the kid anyway. I've said that on this show before. But Audrisimo oh, Disparnier is likely to be your starter tomorrow. We can get into a whole Dylan Cease conversation, but you know as well as I do, we're not gonna see him tomorrow.
1: Well, and and that's I feel like it's a little bit unfortunate. I thought that uh, I thought we would probably see Cease in this situation. Um, unfortunate only because I feel like he would bring some fresh life into what's going on here. Not that they need it right now. I think they've done okay. They've done better than expectation actually. Uh, if you go back and think about how we thought about this team preseason and after missing on Machado and all this other stuff, there's a lot of people who are really down on this team. Um, but they've actually done quite well uh, given what the expectations I think were preseason uh, for what they're going to be doing. Uh, today though, Dylan Cease only goes two-thirds of an inning, uh, 40 pitches. It was not good. I don't have the full stat line in front of me. I'm trying to go and grab that right now. But it's the perfect White Sox cover, I think, for this is why Dylan Cease isn't ready. And if you go and look at this start, maybe he's not. I don't know. Um, Up until today, he hasn't really had a clunker, per se. Um, But... You know, Kopac had him last year too. Yes, he in, did in Triple Charlotte.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, that's the thing here. But people were clamoring for Kopac all year. Yep. You know, it, this is really no different here, man. It, it's really no different. Um, we're not going to see Cease until August. I, I, or you know, I, or unless we're we start going on making a crazy run and we need him. I, I just don't. I, I don't know.
1: You know it's just, I don't it, even. It's I don't even think that that is the the key indicator because Rick Hahn's track record so far has been pretty true to his word when he said that the White Sox will not call up prospects based on need in Chicago, but by how they are showing themselves down in the minor leagues and if they check those quote-unquote boxes um, that they need to check in order to make it to the major leagues. This was just really, I think, unfortunate timing for Dylan Cease to go out and throw that clunker because it's kind of all the fuel you need to say... Yeah, let's go with this proven VAT in uh Odrissimer, even though he's not, you know, exactly the the pinnacle of what you would like to see as a major league guy. Uh career negative two point nine, B war guy, he's thirteen and twenty four, close to a five ERA. It's it's at four point nine four. He started forty seven games, he spent some time in the bullpen. He's got one save. Um you know, it's just not really a uh it's not a move not the a, needle kind of move. It's not sexy at all. Right. You no, know? it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not a, sexy. I was just about to say it's, that it's, it's, not, it's c- just
0: not a sexy move to make, you know, no. like and that's the thing, but Hey, I'm going to be behind him. He's, if he's coming up, going to give the guy a shot. I would like just watching this little video. I'll send it to you here in a text in a little bit, but I was just watching this little video on him. Guy got a nasty slider. I mean that, so that's, you know, fortunate to kind of look at it. And, uh, this is with his time in San Diego. I'm watching footage on him right now. Um, Nasty slider, his fastball sits around 92, 93, it looks like. So not, you know, not bad. So it uh, looks like his breaking ball is good, and he's got a decent fastball. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'll look forward to it tomorrow if that's who's getting the start. Um, you know, we're going to be going up against Annabelle Sanchez again. Um, hopefully we can get to him early and often, and uh, I'm ready to to state my pick to click if you are.
1: Well, you know what? I just want to get into this, this Annabelle Sanchez thing. Go ahead. He's one and six on this year. Yeah. You saw this really great start against the White Sox last time through. Right. Sanchez is beatable. This is a winnable ball game. Um you're gonna get Corbin coming up on Tuesday. And that that starter's still TBD as well. So we'll see what the White Sox do with this. But Sanchez is beatable. Let's go and get this win streak moved up to three games here. I don't care what it takes to do that, if it's bunt to run in, whatever it is, get it done. Let's get this win streak back to three. I want to see the White Sox with that chance to get to 500 on Tuesday when I'm at the ballpark.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know hey, you know what was cool, man? I got, uh, I'm got. i going to have to go back and find it, but we got a dude that's in from South Carolina that wants to go catch a game with us this week. So we're going to have to get together and uh, go catch a game with him. He was hoping Friday for uh, the Giolito start against the Yankees. The I scheduled. Don't, I don't know who this start. gentleman is. Oh, I'm gonna share him with you uh, as soon as I could find him on here. I don't know why, but I am blanking. I, I have been drinking a lot lately. I'm not proud of that. I am proud of that actually. I'm hey, 27 years old. And I can still him. put him down like a uh, yeah. I'm hashtag cracking him all day. I'll tell you that right now. But um, man, why am I losing him here anyway? To get it back into this game for tomorrow. Animal Sanchez did have a good outing against us last time, but you know it's very important for us to get this dub tomorrow, man. Because I. Like I said, we're right there, dude. We're right there. I just want to get there. And there is 500. And then when we look at 500, Tone, We look at going up. That's one thing. That's an obstacle that you need to get over, right? That's how I'm looking at it. And this is, if I'm the manager of the Chicago White Sox, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, we have the talent here to do this. 500 is an obstacle to get to. Once we get there, let's start creeping and let's start going up. Let's, you know, the next step is taking over, you know, solely taking over second place and trying to get to first place, which is going to be very hard, but trying to land that wild card spot. You're getting ahead of yourself
1: just a little bit.
0: I can't, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. I, 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 I. This team could do it. I'm on the roller coaster. I'm on the top of the Raging Bull right now if that's still even constructed. That's where I'm at. So hopefully this whatever, Despagne, can come out tomorrow and do his thing thing
1: because I want this. (laughs) this, Despagne, thing, (laughs) thing. Okay,
0: that Despagne, thing, thing. I need that to happen.
1: That's why I said I don't care. I don't want to hear about the the, uh, don't bunt. If the bunt wins the ball game tomorrow, that's what we got to do. I don't care what it is. I'm drinking too. So, you know, I'm normally not an advocate for for bunting, but I don't know why that even came to my mind, but <laughs> I just want I just want to I just want to see them beat the Nationals. It was it was rough watching that two-game series up in Washington, and I don't want it to be rough this time around again. These are winnable ball games. We've talked about it all the time. Winnable ball games. The Sox have a better record right now than the Washington Nationals. Let's get these wins.
0: I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And the fan that is in town that wants to chill and hang out, he he listens to our stuff, reads our stuff. His his name is Raymond Powell. He's from Chicago, but he's from Columbia, South Carolina. He's an Army vet, and he wanted to come catch a game with us this week. So that is awesome. And I wanted to give him a shout-out on the podcast because – He's followed for a long time
1: and just a really cool dude. While so. we're on while we're on the topic of shout-outs, I want to shout out our guy, ShySoxJonda. A big happy birthday to him. Um, I know he pimped his birthday a little bit too much. Yeah, he did. Uh, I was offended I, by I, that. I'm I, I called him out. We were very offended. I called him out on Twitter today. I think that he should just settle down on that, that pimping his birthday thing out. We can't bat flip everything don't bat flip your birthday. That's just against the rules, buzz. That's against the rules. Uh, but happy birthday. Shy Sox, Janda. crack em. crack one for shy Sox, Jonda today. Um, my shy Sox weekly co uh, hope he's having a great day. Hope he enjoyed that white Sox winner for his birthday. The I don't big think you can money a, on Ronaldo. Yeah. I hope he had money on this game. I hope he won some birthday money. Um, he is a big, better guy, like you mentioned. Uh, but yeah, he had to, had to fill a little bit of time here for him. Um, Hope you enjoyed this one. Right.
0: Me too, man. Happy birthday, Jonda. And uh, before we leave, man, I got to get your pick to click.
1: Ooh, just wigging that that beer a little bit there. Um, yeah, Jack just Crack, yeah, him, man. Just, just <laughs> cracked that one. If you can't tell, <laughs> we're having a Sunday fun day over here at uh, Socks on Tap, and that's why it's called Socks on Tap. Uh, pick to click for tomorrow. Ooh, this is a tough one. Um, man, uh, let's go. Let's go Yohan Moncada again. You know, I think I think that's a fair one. I was going to go Eway back-to-back. Uh, I'm going to go with the, uh, the four-hit guy that just seems to be seeing the ball very well. Yohan Moncada back in uh, Pictou. How about you?
0: I'm going to take Jose Abreu. I have not taken him yet for Sox on tap, I don't believe. Uh, that could be fact-checked. I, I'm pretty sure I have not, but I'm going to take Jose Abreu uh, tomorrow. I think he's going to come home, and he's going to do some damage to uh, Mr. Sanchez.
1: Do I need to start a spreadsheet for this?
0: Yeah. No, I was going to bring that up to you. I would really like to start like from here on out. Like one of us just get a, like an, an Excel going or or whatever, and just all of the guys that rotate throughout this show, you know how they used to do it on the broadcast. We, lo- we with should, Hawk we should and keep Steve. score. We should keep score. Right? Yeah, we should keep score. That's what they used to do on the broadcast. Like Hawk and DJ used to do that. Hawk and Steve used to do that. The crew would pick and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah.
1: Let's let's keep score on this, and then at the end of the year, we can we can do something fun with it. Exactly. I think that's a great idea. Um, that's all I've got for Socks on Tap, man. It's always good to be on the mic with you. It's always good to talk about White Sox winners, Buzz. Um, Let's go White Sox.
0: Yeah, let's go Sox.